Hi guys, Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. Today we'll be speaking to Danielle Hope. Now, Danielle is from Kentucky in the USA, and she is a model. She's been modeling for a couple of years now with some front cover of the magazines, and she's also an iron worker as well. She's a certified welder, and she has some of the best tattoos that you will ever get to see. But before we go, please go to our website. Uh, we're at Podbean. Tell Craig your story at podbean.com. We are also are on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, VK for our Russian listeners, and WeChat for our Chinese listeners. And we also have a link tree there, which tells you where Tell Craig Your Story podcast is streaming. We are on all the available streaming lines, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, to name a few. All right, here we go. This is my interview with Danielle Hope on Tell Craig Your Story podcast. Hi, Danielle. How are you going today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, I know you're a busy, busy uh, girl. First question that I wanted to ask, and uh, I'm asking everybody this at the start, how, how is everything going with you and your family with the coronavirus and the pandemic? Are you staying safe? We're all staying safe. We're wearing our masks. We're taking our precautions. We're all doing good over here. Yeah. And, and has it affected you with your work? Have you had to sort of cancel anything in this in this period? Um, I've been a, a little slow on work due to the virus and everything, but I'm making it work. <laughs> yes. And do you have, uh, is there restrictions in your area now still? Or are they starting to go away now? They're starting to go away. There's still restaurants that are closed down. There's still you only so many people allowed in a store at once. Yes. And how is it? How is this affecting you? But is it, is it like not being able to go out? And are you still able to do photo shoots? And are you still able to do work in general? Um, I've still been traveling. Um, I was just in uh, Casa Grande, Arizona, last week. I think. Oh, nice. I've been there twice since all this. I've been to Chicago, LA, and New Mexico. Yeah, right. So, so what were you, were you doing? Uh, shoots there in Arizona? Work and work and photo shoots. Yes, I've been. I'm a busy woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so let's talk about that because uh, there's not a lot of travel at all at the moment. So, uh, it was work based. Uh, have you been to Arizona before? Or is this like the first time? No, I've never, I've never been before. Um, it's very, very hot down there. <laughs> yes. It's yes. almost summertime and it's very, very hot. There's a lot of cacti down there. I've yeah. never seen one before. Right. It's a pretty place. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, and how long did you get to stay there? Did you get a chance to look around or was it just purely for work? Um, I got a few days off where I could just travel around and look. Um, went to a few pawn shops and looked around nice. in my free time that was open. Yes. Um, I was down there for a couple of weeks. I was down there twice. And uh, did you get a chance to go to the, is it the Grand Canyon? 
I did not. No. Hopefully next time I will have more free time. Right. And have you done uh, much traveling in your time? Have you been overseas or have you done like uh, like Canada or, you know? I have not had the opportunity to go overseas yet. Hopefully I will. I've just been super busy here in the U.S. so far. Yeah, right. And where have you been uh, in the U.S.? Um, every state on this side of the United States. So, oh, that's a um, lot. <laughs> let's see. Yes, a lot. I've been to Kentucky, Tennessee, lived in both of those, Indiana, Ohio, um, in, well, let's see, all of them, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, just Texas, um, let's see, I've, I've been everywhere, all of and- them. And do you have a favorite, or or is is uh, Kentucky and Tennessee? Is that is that your is that why you're living there now? You really like your place. Well, my Kentucky, Kentucky is where my home is. Right. That's where me and my family live. Um, I lived in Tennessee for a while for work. I usually live wherever whatever job site I'm working on is where I live at. Right. Um, I ended up on a job site for a couple of years in Tennessee, and I really liked it down there. Um, I've traveled a lot of places that I'd like to go back and live one day, either Texas or Arizona, probably. Right, Texas, Arizona. And, and you said you, you've uh, you've been to Texas as well. Is that is that uh, that also seems to be pretty hot down there as well, right? Yes, I love the warm weather. I don't like being cold. <laughs> and and Texas isn't that uh, renowned for the sort of meat? Is it the, the meat down there? No, their the ribs and their the, like their steaks and no. Yeah. 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 Awesome. <laughs> All right, so let's uh let's let's go a, a bit into your uh like like background a bit. So it says here that uh, you were born in uh, Kentucky. Is that right? You said before. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, were your parents? Uh, was your mother like a model as well or did you just sort of stumble into that yourself? I just I picked that up on my own when I was younger. I was about 17 or 18 when I first started modeling. Right and uh, and tell me what was it like living in Kentucky like uh, my obviously uh, the people that listen to this uh, and watching this uh, are from Australia so uh, tell us a little bit about uh, growing up in Kentucky. Kentucky, there's a lot of farming around here. A lot of uh, a lot of country people here. Um, I'm from a small town. We don't have a very big population here. Everybody knows everybody around yeah. here. So not a lot of people leave the town or travel outside of the the town or even the state around here. Yes. Um, I've been one of the lucky ones that's gotten to travel outside right. of Kentucky. <laughs> and and is, is it easy or is it hard to find like a job in Kentucky with, with it being such a small area? I would say it is probably for other people, but with right. iron work and I'm union, I get to travel all around the world and work. That is, that is so cool. That's so cool. So, what did your what did your parents do uh, for for work in Kentucky? Well, my mother is a librarian. 
Oh, nice. And um, <laughs> my father is, um, he's working at the sawmill right now. He was a diesel mechanic when I was growing up. Right. And, and is that is that what got you into, uh, so you are, a, we'll get into that a little bit later, you're, you're a certified welder. So is that, is your dad into that as well? Or is that something else that you sort of stumbled into? My, my dad welds. Yes, my dad right. welds, and he taught me how to weld as well. I also took welding when I was in high school. I was considered one of the tomboys. <laughs> right. So, uh, so growing up at, at school, um, were you uh, one of the popular popular girls at the school, or were you one of the shy shy girls? Or tell us a bit about that. Definitely was not one of the popular ones. I did play a couple of sports, but as far as being popular, I wasn't one of those. I had braces when I was in high school, and right, um, people were a little rude Mean. when I was in high school. Mm. Who is, uh, like, in the politics, who is in charge of, of Kentucky? Our governor is Andy Bashir. Right, and, and is he liberal or i don't really have an opinion about him <laughs> right not a nice one <laughs> neither do i <laughs> so tell me when uh, so you grew up and did you actually finish high school did you go all the way through uh to yeah. through high school and then is that is that the period where you started sort of uh, modeling at, at that stage? Like w when was like the first time you said it was 18, 17, 18 when you started modeling? Yeah. Um, it was when I, when I had my braces removed, a lot of people started to notice me and I guess it kind of built my self-confidence a little. And yes. it was, I learned that there were paid photo shoots and I started booking them and I started paying my bills by that. And I just really stuck to it. And I started getting published in magazines and working with people and flying all over the place, um, advertising brands and companies, clothing. It's been an experience. Yeah, right. So uh, what was the very first modeling shoot that you did and uh, how much did you get paid for it? Was it just... Was it a free shoot? Did you get paid like a small amount of money? Um, the first one I done, I did not get paid. Um, right. It was a magazine called 504 Dimes, and they are based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Right. And um, Atlanta, I think. <laughs> right. But that's um, that was a long time ago. Yes, but that was my, that was my first one, and um, it was free because they um, they were just kind of getting me out there and getting me started. Sure. So it was kind of a trade for publicity. Right. So so that first one, uh, once you did that one, it was sort of like, okay, here we go. Now people are calling me to yep. to to do to do photography. So uh, is it a is it difficult to get into? Like, if, like, like, what, what do you sort of need to, like, obviously good looks, but, but do you need other things? Like, um, do you have to have different techniques, like the way that you look, the lighting, like the, the a certain camera guy? You know, it's not all just about good looks, right? No, no. I would say the good looks would definitely be your number one thing you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Yes. 
Um, um, let's see. A good attitude will actually get you a long ways in the industry. No one wants to work with a snooty woman yes. with a yes. bad attitude. <laughs> yeah, that's a good start. Um, it's a great start. Um, let's see. You lighting is a big. That is a really a big deal, actually, because with the wrong lighting, you could look like a troll. <laughs> Right. Good camera so, guys, so, good photographers. Yeah. I would say are hard to find. Some of them might make you uncomfortable. I've worked with a couple, mm. but I've had most of them that I work with have been very respectful and well mannered, and um, I had a great time working with them. So, have you had a time where it hasn't sort of worked out? Um, I worked with a photographer in Florida once. Um, he did make me a little uncomfortable and he was rude. So mm. I just decided I wasn't going to go through with it. I packed up and came on back home. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. So, and do you, uh, do you have your own photographer now or do you have certain photographers that you, uh, that you will choose to do your photography or you're still pretty open with, with who take, who takes your shots? I have a few of my favorites. But I do a lot on my own, actually, um, as far as on the internet and advertising my clothing and hats and stuff like that for people. I do that on my own. Right. Um, I'm still pretty open. I'll work with anyone. I'll give anyone a shot once. Yes. Yeah, right. Well, I've actually interviewed uh, two uh, photographers you might have worked before. I didn't check that. I should have checked it. Uh, Greg Woodson. Uh, he's in uh, Texas at the moment, and uh, Casey Bennett. He does Bikini Destination. He he also owns Edge TV. Two photographers that you haven't worked with either of those. Um, the Casey Bennett that sounds very familiar, but I don't think I've had the chance to work with him yet. Right. Yep. Okay. That's interesting. He. It was a very good chat with him. He's traveled the world and, and it was good to get a good insight on how on the other side you know you have all the models but you know everybody everybody sort, sort of forgets the about the photographers and right. uh, the people that are actually making them look very very good so yeah it was, it was a good chat with them so 18 then you started doing uh your modeling but it is modeling, does it allow you to do that on a full-time basis? Or is, like, do you still have to sort of have, have a, a part-time job or something to sort of pay the bills and whatnot? Honestly, I would say that you, I could probably make a living doing it. I would say very busy traveling places. You probably have to pick up a little something on the side whether it be your own website, T-shirts, merchandise, to yes. make that little bit of extra. But I would say you you would probably have to do a little something extra if you didn't want to travel all the time. So is that something that you you would like to do in the future? Like no, just um, I make more money with I make more money with ironwork, of right. course, and I like the hard work, and I don't like putting makeup on every day <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you were saying before a bit like the tomboy you know uh you know getting in and getting dirty right like so right so let's let's talk about that then um so it says here that you're um an iron worker at you've got a and you're also a certified welder as well yeah 
and you work, uh, you're an iron worker at Union. So how did that all come about? Uh, when did you start sort of studying for that? Can you tell us a little bit about that? It's been about four or five years now. I've been in the Union. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way, and I would never work another job. I yeah. absolutely love what I do. Um, I was in Nashville um, for a photo shoot, actually, and I drove past their union hall down there in Nashville. Uh. And so I was a little curious, so I Googled, you know, what iron workers do. Yes. And so I thought, you know, I've been rough, a little rough on the edges growing up, and I like hard work, and they make good money. They have pension, annuity, retirement. Yes. I think it would be good for my future. You know, yes. your looks will fade one day, but I'll still have my job. That's right. And and so how long? A shot. Yeah, that's awesome. And how long did it take you to get the welding? Uh, it says you're a certified welder. How long did that take you to to do all the training and and, and go through the? Was it study as well? Um, the welding certifications themselves. It did not take me very long because I had already taken welding when I was in high school, and my right. dad taught me how to weld growing up, so it didn't take me long on that one. But in the union, we do have an apprenticeship, and they, we have classes on rigging, your cranes, um, scaffolding. You have it on everything so that you are trained for every piece of your job. So. Yeah, we're we're trained in everything that we do to do it the best and the safest way possible. Yeah, right. And and how far is uh, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee from where you where you work? Is it very close to where you work? Um, well, I work everywhere. I work oh, all over right. the place. Sorry, but you did my say. union hall is about two hours from my house in Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Right. And. Interesting to find out, like, uh, uh, with your father, uh, ha was he sort of, oh, I don't know if you should do this, uh, my daughter, you know, uh, Danielle. Um, uh, <laughs> how did that all come about? Was Did he just show you, or were you wanting to, Dad, can you show me how to do this? My dad always brought me up. Um, if he was working on a race car or something or welding anything or yes. – he always taught me. I was always right behind him, following him around when I was a kid. So he yes. taught me how to work on my own vehicles. Um, I can replace my own parts and work on everything. Um, you know, he was out there welding. So I was like, hey, Dad, teach me how to do it, too, so we can do it together. And he, yeah. taught, me, he taught me how to weld when I was younger. Right. And, and did you say that you had a brother as well? Is he going into that sort of field as well? Oh, I have a... Well, I have a few brothers. Oh, do you? Um, none of them. None of them are iron workers. Um, let's see. I have a one, two, three younger brothers. I right. have to think about it. Um, let's see. One's in the army, and um, one of them is um, he's an operator. And then I have a younger, younger brother who's still in school. <laughs> right. Okay. So that that's big family. So uh, I wanted to talk about like modeling now. Um, so obviously, uh, you know, you go onto your Instagram or you go onto your Facebook and there's hundreds and hundreds of, of pictures 
Um, they're very beautiful pictures. I, I want to talk about the pressures of, of being a model. Do you have like a like a, a strict diet, stay sort of fit and healthy? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, like how, do, how do you sort of keep in shape? Are you a gym junkie? Uh, I'm sure with uh, also with your, uh, with your work, you're sort of always, you know, using your arms. And so, so tell us a little bit about that. Like, I'm sure that a lot of models do keep a strict diet to yes. keep in shape and keep their figure or they go to the gym a lot. Um, yes. I don't really do that. I kind of eat like a grown man. I pick out and eat a bunch of junk food, drink yes. beer. Um, <laughs> my work really keeps me in shape, though. All day, every day is like a workout with what I do, so it keeps my body in shape. Yeah, right. You, you're saying like, like you have a beer and all that. You can't tell. <laughs> you, you look at you look at yourself now. So, uh, is your is your mum and dad uh, are they thin people as well? Is that is that where you get your you know, sort of your, your genes from? Yes. We yeah. also have a high metabolism. <laughs> right, high metabolism. Right, it's just interesting because uh, some girls can can have one one you know piece of chocolate and they they blow out and then and then uh, the next person can eat three hamburgers and then you know <laughs> still the same super thing. So you're very very uh, lucky. So so talking about that, that as well, uh, I saw on one of your posts. Uh, on Facebook, that that you get 150 to 200 messages a day. That pressure of, of trying to get people to watch you, but then you know you get these crazy people. Uh, I also saw another one there where these men are sending you all these like nude pictures. I mean, tell us about the the, the stress and the pressure that that comes with like being like a like a model. I wouldn't say there's really stress with it, mm. but I would say that it gets very annoying. Yeah. I mean, you need these people's attention yes. for your social media. You need yes, your followers. Course. You need your fans. Yeah. You need those people, so you can't be completely rude and mean to them. But at the same time, you have to get the point across to reject them. Politely. In a nice, <laughs> in a nice way. Yes. Yeah, so have you had experiences like that? Because, uh, like I said, I saw that one where, you know, these guys are sending you nude nude pictures. I mean, uh, like, uh, how do you do that? And, and, like, at the start, was that sort of, you know, I don't want to put any more pictures on, on social media anymore. Like, tell, tell us about that. No, um, it never stopped me from doing what I want to do. Yes. Um, I do find it a little disrespectful, though. So I am a little harsh. I am a little mean to those, and I don't really need that fan if they are going to be disrespectful to me. Yes. You had also said that you have a restriction now on there where if any sort of pictures that come through, you, they can just sort of block, right? Yes. Yes, I've got it in my block that's, message folder there. <laughs> my yeah, that's, folder. that's awesome. Has there been uh, like a, a particular time that, uh, that that's happened? And, and any sort of bad or any sort of good good stories that have come out of, of your social media? Ah, good ones. <laughs> well, let's see. From social media, social media has gotten me to 
where I'm a brand ambassador now, and I advertise these brands, these t-shirt companies, like Building America is one of them. I advertise their t-shirts. I've had so many free shirts and hats, and that's really gotten my name out there, advertising brands and companies. So, so tell us about that Building America. How, how did that all come about, and what is that? Yes. Yeah. Building America is a company. They make ironworker clothes, ironworker t-shirts, stickers your hard hat they make a lot of things actually they're very well known so when they seen that i was a female iron worker they sent me some stuff to advertise for them and once they had posted me to their site it had more people started seeing that i was advertising and then they would ask me if i would do the same for them and it just kept on and kept on and it still does to this day right that's awesome that's really cool and have you do you have any fans from australia Australia. Sure that I do. <laughs> I don't really look through there often to see where right. everyone's from. I probably should. <laughs> right. Well, you gotta come to Australia, do some do some modeling shirts. Get very be- maybe not now because it's uh winter time, it's a little cold. We're in the middle of winter now and it is seventeen degrees. You know, it's it's still okay, but Compared to our summertime, this is cold. So, <laughs> so yeah, you definitely should come down in the summertime. I'm sure uh, plenty of beaches where you can do some, you know, some photo shoots. And so, I can see sometimes on your arms and on your neck, uh, I can see some tattoos, amazing tattoos. So let's talk about them. You have on your fists. Hate pain. Oh no! Oh yeah. These oh, there you go. <laughs> and these say, these say, drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. That is awesome. So, do you have, do you have a tattoo artist that you go to, like locally? Do you have like stories behind why you got these tattoos? Um, I actually started getting the tattoos when I started ironworking. Right. I was told that you had to have tattoos to be an ironworker. So (laughs) I thought, you know what? I will show these men. I'll go get a tattoo, all right? So that weekend, I booked with this tattoo artist, and he done this whole outline of this sleeve in one setting for me. That is so cool. What is is This is... um, the top of my sleeve is heaven, and this is a staircase, and it crumbles down into hell. Wow, that's so cool. Was that was that was that the first one that you got? My first one, I think, was on my foot, and then my rib cage. But this was my first big one right here. Right, and, and the one on your neck. That uh, says no mercy. Right. And, I've had and, that one for a little bit. <laughs> and, and which one? Uh, what is the latest one that you, you've got? What's the last the drop one? drop dead on my fingers right here. Right. So out of all these ones that you've had, like was the was the first time hurt the most? What hurt the most was yeah. my hands. Yeah. Wow. My hands and my fingers, those really hurt. Yeah. My rib cages are done too, and I thought that was the most painful until I got my hands done. My hands and my wrist. 
So, so I guess like doing the ones on the arm, you've got like a bit of like, like skin, like fat there, and you know, sort of. But yeah, that that's like bone, right? Is that that's why it's. Well, I don't. The one spot on my arm I don't have is the inside, right here on the top, because I heard that was painful. Right. Yeah. Right. Excellent. And do you plan to get other tattoos? Oh yes. I yes. plan to get plenty more. Yeah. I love them. And um, I have to finish this arm. I have blank spots. Oh, gotcha. Right. <laughs> and what's the writing here? Is there writing uh, this, on this? This one says "Vengeance is mine." So tell us about tell us about that. Is that just like a be strong? Yeah. <laughs> That was, um, I don't wait for karma. Vengeance will be mine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, I also noticed that uh, you're a bit of a, f- uh, a football fan, NFL. You're a uh, your Chiefs <laughs> fan. So, again, is that going back to your, your father, like uh, being like a football fan, or is that you just picking it up? No, Dad wasn't really big on sports. But um, hanging out with the guys that I work with, um, they were a fan of the Chiefs when I started working with them about three or four years ago, and they always made me watch it. So I kind of just became a fan of it, and I I started cheering for them, too. Yeah, right. Have you actually been to one of the games? I haven't. Hopefully, this coming up year, I will be able to. Yeah, right. And how far is that away? How far is Kansas City away from... Tennessee. Um, seven and a half hours. Ooh. Okay. You, I've been to the U.S. four times now. First game that I saw was in Atlanta. Uh, I went to see the Falcons play Philadelphia, and then I went to the ah. bait, and then I went to the baseball to watch the Braves and the Mets. So it was a cool day for sports, but um. Uh, the other thing that I noticed in, in the U.S. is, uh, and it's not very prominent here in Australia, is that your your college football is just absolutely huge. It's just as big as the NFL. Like, like uh, you go into a bar on a Saturday and everybody's got different TVs watching their, their university or college. So were you the same, uh, or did you were you like a, a cheerleader in, in your sort of college, or you know? No, um, I got all my college and schooling from my apprenticeship through my union hall. Right, but is it true that you get one hundred and fifty to two hundred messages a day? Yes, um, between my Instagram, my Facebook. Um, all my social media accounts, I would say I do get roughly 150 to 200 messages a day. All right. So I don't want to be personal, but uh, are they asking you out, or, or what? What are they? What are they doing? Like, like, uh, are, are you single? Are you seeing someone? Are you married? Like, oh, I've been seeing someone for a few years now, happily. Right. Um, right. Not married. Yeah. <laughs> Not but, yet. <laughs> um, some, some of the creeps, they, they do try to ask me out. Um, yes. Some are just nice, though. Some are nice and just complimenting. 
I yeah. try to get back to as many as I can just to say thank you, but it's kind of hard to reply to that many messages a day. Yeah. Um, and it also says that uh, uh, you're a business owner as well. Tell us a little bit about the, the businesses that you, uh, that you, you work with. Um, I do not actually own that business anymore, oh. um, unless you consider my working online as a so, business. So, uh, but you also, I noticed that you're also starting up the OnlyFans as well. So, so tell us a, a little bit about that. I have always, let's see, people have wanted me to get the OnlyFans, so I thought, I guess I might as well give it a try. I wasn't a big fan of it because they keep a percentage of your money. But I wasn't sure how well it was going to turn out or how many followers was actually going to pay to see me post daily all day long. But once I started it, I made at least 2000 in the first day from it. So it 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 took off a lot better than I thought it was going to. (laughs) Right. It, it, do you have like a we, uh, like a website for that? Like uh, how, how do how do people get uh, to how, how do they get to that website uh, if people are listening and want to go there? Um, there is a link posted to my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All my social media accounts have a link to it, and all they have to do is click it. Gotcha, gotcha. So. What would you say to an inspiring model that uh, wants to break into the business like yourself? Uh, what what advice would you give to like a um, an inspiring model? Oh man, it's hard starting out. What well, was for me, anyways? That was years ago, but yeah. it took a long ways to get to where I'm at now to get my name out there. So I would say patience would most definitely be something you need with that. Don't give up. Just um, keep doing what you're doing and you'll get there. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, I think it's all about uh, just keeping going, right? Like you're going to get rejections. But like with everything, you just get out there and get your name out there and sort of promote yourself as much as you can, right? Yep. That's. You said it perfectly. Yeah, it is, but isn't that isn't that what you did as well? Like, uh, you, like you said, when you started, when you were like eighteen, you, you did you did it for free, and, and then all right. of a sudden it sort of snowballed, and then all of a sudden you started getting paid paid work. Right. Well, you can't just start off at the top and charging people hourly or demanding yeah. a makeup and hair artist there and just working with the best of the best or just going straight into these magazines that are top notch, you know, you have to start from somewhere. So yeah. you might have to start out free, but once you get your name out there or make a name for yourself, you'll, you'll get there. And have you had, uh, are you currently with management? Do you have an agent? Or are you able to do modeling uh, and, and book book things, book work by yourself? Um, I've always done it myself. I've always thought it was just easier to do it myself. That way I don't have to rely on anyone else. Well, I actually just like to do everything myself. But yeah, right. I've done my hair, my makeup, outfits, wardrobe, booking, all of it. I've always done wow. it myself. 
even hair and makeup. Yeah, right. Like, uh, like uh, you would just assume that where you are, like you'd have a specialist makeup artist or someone doing your hair, and and, and even with uh, like your your workout as well. Like, do, you know, no workout as well. So you just do it all by yourself, right? Yeah, do it all by myself. There you go. That's that's great. It, it's and and you know what? It's so inspiring to hear that. Like uh, that that you're not relying on like five or six other people to sort of uh, to do what you you love to do. So, all right. Uh, what is the what is the future hold for Danielle Hope? I'll continue arm working well until I retire. Is it is it a is it not is it an occupation where where you can go for a long time or do you still have to be like physically fit? You have to be physically fit for yes. what I do. Yes. There, there's no possible way you could. So how 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 old are, <laughs> how old are people like when are they retiring the iron workers? Some of them are younger. Some are. 70 80 oh really i work with a lot of older gentlemen as well right and and how do they how do they uh sort of react to you uh working with them like like do, do they like what is she doing here you know even at the start did that happen yeah i've, I've had that happen i'll probably you probably get that on every job there's That's a lot true. of men that do not think that a woman belongs in in iron work or in a man's position um you'll have plenty that wants you to prove yourself that you are just as good as they are and i get it about every job i go to but then you have some that are very supportive and open-minded and treat you really nice yeah that's good that's good outside of what what do you like to do outside of you know work and and modeling i don't really have a lot that I do outside of that because that's basically takes up a lot of your time job for me. Yeah, I mean, well, when I'm working iron work, I'm working anywhere from eight to twelve hours a day, and then I'm going home and I'm having to do my makeup, take pictures, post it to OnlyFans, <laughs> do my housework, cook, clean, laundry, and then manage to get a few hours of sleep before I go to work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how do you? How do you? How do you do that consistently? I mean, that must be pretty tough trying to work at that, that, and then put modeling. You know, how, how do you, is it just like you get into a routine or? You get into a routine, yeah. It's, it gets exhausting, but everywhere that I travel for work, I can take, you know, I can take my phone with me. I can take my makeup with me and I can work anywhere, any hotel yes. room, wherever I'm staying at. I can do both jobs anywhere. I'm located, so I guess and, I've just grown accustomed to it. And, and uh, with your modeling, I've seen, uh, you know, a few on the beach as well. Like, uh, w where are some of the places that you've been uh, with the beaches? Is that, is that down in Florida or in Atlanta? A lot of those pictures are in Florida. Those right. are everywhere in Florida. I usually go to Daytona Bike Week. Some of them are there. Oh, nice. um, everywhere in Florida, I've been to all their beaches. Um, some of them are in South Carolina at Myrtle Beach. I've been to several different beaches. <laughs> yeah, right. And and tell us, um, 
Are there any sort of um, modeling new models coming up in your area that that we need to sort of look out out for besides you yourself? No. No. <laughs> no. All right. No. <laughs> and, and do you have like uh, modeling friends as well, or or is it just like uh, just who who you meet? No. No, I don't have any modeling friends. I don't have that many at all. I have a few of the guys that I work with. I'm close to my siblings, but that's about it. Yeah, right. And, and what did your what do your parents think of, of, of the career that you've chosen? They're very supportive on it. Um, Dad's supportive. Mom's supportive. It scares her, but she's supportive of it. <laughs> And it's going to be, it's going to be great for in the future when you do have kids or, or in the future, mom can do that. Mom can will will do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't need yeah. dad. So so what about so so what about uh, your your boyfriend or the? It'll be very difficult to be dating like a model, like with getting all the publicity and people sending you messages all the time. So so well, also. I'm usually the only female on the job site as well. Right. Yeah. And to to finish off, is there any like endorsements, anything that you want to promote? Uh, you, social media. Let's go. Let's go through that. Let's go through that now. So you've got. Um, uh, I have your Instagram here. It's. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's I W underscore Danielle underscore Hope. And you want to tell us the other, your other endorsements or uh, your social medias? They can find me on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram, and you're also uh, the OnlyFans is and is the link is on Facebook, right? The link is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's everywhere. Awesome. All right then. Uh, do you uh, listen to any sort of particular music? Being in that sort of area, is it is it country country music in that area? There's a lot of country music around here. I like the older country, like Conway Twitty, um, some oh. good George Jones. I like I like the older country a lot. Um, I listen to a lot of rock and roll though, um, rock, death metal, and my boyfriend yes. makes me listen to a bunch of punk rock, so I'm nice. accustomed to it. <laughs> nice. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, you know, it, to America, I got to see Metallica play. It was uh, it was Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, and Megadeth all on the one Yankee Stadium. So uh, it was awesome. So, do you get a chance to to go and see like live music? You know, see a gig. Um, when I'm traveling for work. Um, example, I was in Tennessee last year and I got to see, um, Black Label Society play at one of the local bars. Nice. Great, <laughs> great guitarist. Uh, Zach, Zach mm -hmm. Wild. Yeah. He's an amazing guitarist. Yes. <laughs> awesome. All right, Danielle, thank you very much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Come to Australia when you get a chance. Come and see our beautiful beaches and, uh, taste our food and see our nature. Pat a koala. 
and uh, kangaroo. <laughs> and uh, yeah, make sure Australia is on your list. I'll be sure to come visit. All right. No worries. Thank you, Danielle. Thanks for your time. Mm -hmm. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye.